Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Move Mornings Podcast. Kate in for Aaron this morning. Aaron will be back on Monday. You know that whole uh, dance like nobody's watching thing? <laughs> Turns out your kids don't like it when you do that, apparently. It embarrasses <laughs> them. We've got stories on the podcast of how you embarrassed your kids. We've also got the songs that would wake you up from a coma. We have real life stories of it actually happening. Goosebump alert. And the songs that would wake you from a coma. Canada's drag race is gearing up for season three. And we finally have some East Coast representation. We'll tell you all about her. And Sesame Street has done something pretty awesome for Father's Day. We'll tell you about it on the podcast. And your $1,000 Minute Advantage. The answer to question number 10 for the June 17th Friday edition of $1,000 Minute. When you get through on your caller 10 this morning, remember the answer to question number 10 is Sesame Street. You, um, Peter, I'm sure you've embarrassed your kids. I totally but... changed my mind. I thought I hadn't embarrassed my kids, but I realized I did. Not, uh, not in the same way you do, though. Oh, uh, what, what? Wearing bunny slippers to take Charlie to school? That's embarrassing. Of course, that's embarrassing. Is that embarrassing? It They're is the cutest slippers in the world. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's how we embarrass our kids because we think something is totally okay. Yeah. And and for the generation that comes. After you, yeah, no, no, it's not. not. I it's know. Not I walk cool. down to the parking garage in the slippers, and Charlie's like, "Oh, mom!" But like most of the time, I don't get out of the car, so nobody else sees. It's but she like just you're... thinks, like, "Oh, somebody's gonna see this." Right. Okay. So, how I embarrass my kids? Um, again, I didn't. I thought I was over that, but no, of course, you're never, you're never, yeah. you're never over it, and it's a generational embarrassment thing. So, at a restaurant, for mm-hmm. example, oh gosh, something's not quite right with the plate. You know, okay. I ordered this rare. Okay. It appears to be well done. Okay. Could you take it back? Mm. Bring it. No. No, just eat it, Dad. Yeah. And it's a generational thing because yeah. th- there's not something that a 25-year-old would do. Would do. Totally. Totally not do. And because, of, again, they're the same age as the server. Yeah. And they know the embarrassment yeah. and the problem. Mortified. And, oh, and you... You know, entitled boomers, what the hell? Right. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I embarrass my kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm embarrassed right now thinking about doing that. <laughs> thinking about me sending about back you, yeah. Especially you, like specifically you, because I can imagine how poshy you were about right. it. Could I, could I speak to your manager, please? <laughs> oh, I'm cringing. Yes. I ordered a rare steak, and this young man... Brought me a well-done piece of shoe leather. <laughs> Obviously, I can't eat it. What are you going this to do about it? This is not Peter Harrison's standards. <laughs> By the way, your house wine is terrible. <laughs> it is awful. Oh, what is this swill you're trying to serve And now, me? all of a sudden, my bunny slippers are looking good. <laughs> How did you embarrass your kid? When was the last time you embarrassed your kid? What did you do? And how did they react? How did they react? 4511313 or text oh. 12047. Good morning, Move 100. First of all, how old is is your kid? Oh, he's four and a half, and the last time I embarrassed him talking my language. Aww. Oh, that's no. What What is your language? Uh, we speak Tamil, and I've been talking to him. One day, all of a sudden, like two weeks ago, he said, Mommy, talk slow, like quiet. Everybody's looking at us. I'm like, what? No, 
Will I talk in English? I'm like, no, oh. that's all right. <laughs> Someday he'll be and, so proud of that, though. Yeah, but uh, the other thing is, I, and one day he said, stop singing. Everybody <laughs> is looking at us. <laughs> Listen, it's not you, it's him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super uh, fun. For every time you uh, your kids embarrass you, you probably embarrass them twice. Mm. Sometimes they mm. like to know, sometimes they keep it a secret. But Mike... Tell us, how did your uh, how did you embarrass your kids? Years ago, I was in a grocery store. I got twin girls, and they were 15 at the time, and they were eyeing these two boys oh, in boy. the grocery store. Yeah, and I hollered down the aisle, girls, don't forget to pick up your tampons. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Listen, sir, still, jokes about just, feminine hygiene products is, are not funny. Totally inappropriate. Period. <laughs> Period. When's the last time you embarrassed your kid? What did you do? How did they react? You can give us a call at 451-1313 or text 124-7. A text here says, I dropped off my now 10-year-old at school on his birthday a month ago. (laughs) In the drop-off with all the parents and teachers and kids, I yelled, Happy birthday, Riley! He said after school, why did you do that? Uh, but she says secretly, I think he liked it because he wanted everybody to know it was his birthday. Public displays of affection. One Ooh. way we embarrass a kid. So how did you embarrass your kid? 451-1313. Or as you said, text 100 Good morning. Move 100. My husband wanted me to call in on behalf of him. He took my daughter to a movie many, many years ago. And... Um, she came home very upset. She said that he was snoring <laughs> through the movie. Classic dad. Right. <laughs> I'm just lifting my eyes. Do you remember what movie he took your daughter to? I can't remember because she's in her 40s now. But this is, oh, what was the movie? The Longest Story or something. I, I, I can't remember the movie. <laughs> it was many, many I, years ago. I was thinking it was the Pokemon movie because I totally slept through all of the Pokemon <laughs> movies. <laughs> Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. More coming up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Canada's Drea Grace is back, and the contestants for season three are here, and the competition looks fierce. 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 The Crave Original series premieres on July 14th, and it's going to be judged by Brooklyn Heights, Brad Gorski, and Tracy Malcor. Twelve fierce queens are vying for the title of Canada's next drag superstar and a $100,000 grand prize. And for the first time, Atlantic Canada will be repped by Newfoundland's Irma Gerd. How did that happen? How have we gone this long? I don't know. Drag Race 3 for Canada. But anyway, without an Atlantic Canada rep, we've got great, great, great representatives here uh, in the drag queen community. Mm -hmm. And this is Irma Gerd. My name is Irma Gerd, and I'm from (laughs) St. John's, Newfoundland. I am the beast from the east. There's a lot of pressure representing a whole wing of the country that has not been shown on this show before. But I think I'm ready to handle it. These other girls better watch out. Irma Gerd is going to slay this competition and kick you off one by one. I just love the name. Yeah. Some of the names are so good. You have to say it out loud. Ermagerd! <laughs> Internet Explorer is officially dead at the age of 26. Microsoft announced that they were killing it off last year and officially ended support for it yesterday. 
So now if you try to use it, it's going to automatically redirect you to their new browser, Microsoft Edge. At one point in 2003, more than 90% of people were using Internet Explorer. Wow. We still have the icons on our desktop in front of us it's as we speak. right down there at my task bar. It makes me want to click it. I know. <laughs> Let's do it after this. <laughs> Father's Day is this Sunday in Sesame Street celebrating by unleashing a Friends parody. Basically, it's a fun song that reworks the show's theme, I'll Be There For You. There's subtle Friends references like a creative rendition of Smelly Cat, a puppet wearing Joey's Thanksgiving turkey hat, and a nod to Ross's pivot. I'll be there for you to guide you along. I'll be there for you to help you grow big and strong. I'll be there for you because your dad loves you. Could there be anything better than being a dad? Oh, I love that nice. so much. We're going to post the entire video for that on our socials. And that is What's Trending. Start your day feeling good. The 90-minute workday kickoff. Feels so good. Non-stop music. Nobody plays more music. Move 100. It's Move Mornings with Aaron and Peter. Kate in for Aaron. What song would wake you up from a coma inspired by... A story about songs that actually did wake people up. Music is very powerful. You're right. Of course. Music is very, very, very powerful. I love seeing those videos of people who, well, in some cases, I mean, a lot of these are tied up in sad stories, but people with dementia, for example, or Alzheimer's, and a song will play and it Mm -hmm. will suddenly Mm -hmm. take them out of whatever they're, they're imagining or feeling right now and take them right back to another time in their life. Love it. So this is... For whatever reason, songs sometimes have the ability to take people out of a coma. I'm going to play some examples for mm-hmm. you of songs that actually brought people out of a coma. And also asking you, what song would do it for you, do you think? Yeah. If you happen to be in that unfortunate situation, just imagine. It, Here, I go. Here I go. Here I go. Okay, so we know, <laughs> we know what Kate's song is. Okay, so here's the story. Seven-year-old girl was in a coma due to a brain hemorrhage. Doctors weren't sure if she'd ever wake up. But after she heard this song with her mom singing along, she woke up and smiled. We could have had it so you get the idea. That woke up a seven-year-old girl from her coma. Goosebumps. A five-year-old was in a coma for 10 days. Uh, Fractured her skull. She fell. She slowly started to wake up, though, after hearing this song over the PA system in the hospital. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Love. Two more for you. Okay, mm. we got uh, two more for you, and we want to find out what the song was would be that would bring you out of a coma. Why, why not? Mm-hmm. A woman was in a coma for months due to a brain hemorrhage, but woke up and nodded when her husband played the song that they danced to at their wedding. Oh, and I instant goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sweet. I just, like, that one is the sweetest. So sweet. A 22-year-old woke up and started mouthing the words along to this song after he had been in a coma as a result of a car accident. 
love those stories. I do too. I, you know, you think about it, like, you know, it's sad. The coma side of the story is obviously a bit sad, but mm-hmm. like the turnaround of it is so inspiring. It's not going to happen. But you know what? Is there a song that you think would actually wake you up from a coma? Yeah. What would do it for you? John, you say it's not a song that would wake you out of a coma, but a sound that would we do it for it you? We call it in the business uh, bong bongs, and it's the general alarm that plays when there's an emergency um, um, at work. And I, I, if you're listening at 6 o'clock in the morning every day over by the dockyard, they'll test the alarms. So the sound that you hear is usually the ones that we respond to. And... Yeah, like I said, it's one of those ones that you could be in the deepest, deepest of deep sleeps. Can you give us a, your best impression yes. of it? John, your best bong bong <laughs> impression. Okay. Bong bong, bong bong, bong bong, bong bong, bong bong, bong bong. It is the loudest, most annoying noise that you will ever hear, but it's designed for that reason to get you up and get you moving. Okay, we've got a text here that says bong bongs are two blasts of eight bells followed by a free, a brief blurb of where the emergency is, but you repeat that until personnel are moving into action. Wow. So that would, yeah, that, that, that's a sound. Mm-hmm. What's a song that will do it for you that, would, uh, that, that you'd like them to play if you ever find yourself in that situation that would wake you up from a coma? Might want to make note of it, too, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that song? Where did he put that, anyway? Tell us the songs. We'll keep it on record for your family at 455. <laughs> Put it on a post-it note. It was on the fridge for the longest time. God. (laughs) Only we could remember. This text says, wake me up before you go-go. Yeah. (laughs) That'll work. Other songs, though, work in kind of the opposite way. This text says, anything from Nickelback is, I'm sure as hell not keeping that noise I call music on. (laughs) I'm going to get up and turn it off and go back to my coma. Poor (laughs) Nickelback. And uh, and, and on the similar vein, Amy Winehouse's uh, rehab song, I'd have to wake up and tell them to turn it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This text says, not sure if this would wake me up, but it certainly always gives me a burst of energy. a coma, but I'm definitely awake now. <laughs> you're up. You're up. You're I'm moving. up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cassie says, uh, this one will always get me up. Shania Twain party for two. Again, see? <laughs> I'm awake. I don't know if, I'm not out of a coma, but I'm definitely awake this morning. <laughs> sure. Shirlene, how about you? What song would wake you from a coma? The music to Cheers. Remember the show Cheers? Sometimes you want to go where everybody's. Last song that will wake me up, I promise. I love it. Have a good one. Hey, Move 100. If you're in a coma, you just want people to hover over you going, manam, manam. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. 
Yeah, let's do that. Annette, good morning. Good morning, Aaron and Peter. Hey, well, it's Kate in for Aaron today, Kate. and we'll be oh, sound a lot alike. It's okay. We get called sisters all the time, too, actually. <laughs> all right, Annette, it is time. One minute on the clock. You get 10 questions. If you get all 10 right, you're going to win $1,000. If not, you're going to get 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. If you don't know the answer to something, say pass. If there's time, we will come back to it. But the minute you give us an answer, it counts. You can't take it back. Okay. Is that all clear? Are you feeling good about this? Yeah, I am. All right. All right. Annette, your $1,000 minute starts now. Annette, name two cards that can add up to 21 in the game of blackjack. Ten and Jack. What actor played the roles of the cable guy and Ace Ventura? Oh, I know that. Uh, Pass. Stranger Things is set in what decade? Pass. How many legs would six spiders have in total? 48. What does SPF stand for? Sun protection factor. Is bourbon typically distilled from corn or potatoes? Corn. At her wedding, Britney Spears recreated her famous kiss with whom? Her husband. (laughs) Which vitamin can you get from sunlight? In what arena do the Montreal Canadiens play their home games? Um, I know it, but pass. On the periodic table, what does H-E stand for? H-E? H-E. Lead. Cable guy in Ace Ventura, the actor is... Time's up, Annette. Okay. Oh, well, that was... Oh, wait here now. Hang on. Well, Hang on. We're well. going to go through the answers with you right now. Oh, man. I can see him in my face. Now, for the very first question, when I put these questions uh, to Kate th- this morning, uh, she made the same mistake that you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I went... I thought that the... I was thinking that the jack was an 11, but no. a jack is yeah. a 10. Right. It's an ace oh. that's 11. One of them has to be an ace, right? Yeah. Okay. You said... Uh, Jack uh, All right, rest of the questions. Here we go. Jim Carrey is the pitcher yes. in your head right now. Jim yes. Carrey is playing Absolutely. in Cable Guy. Yeah. Stranger Things is set in the 80s. Oh, six, never six spiders would have 48 legs. SPF is sun protection factor. Bourbon is typically distilled with corn. Uh, at her wedding, Britney Spears recreated her famous kiss with Madonna. But, I mean, technically she recreated that kiss with her husband, right? <laughs> but that, that one wasn't famous. The kiss from right. the MTV Awards with Madonna. That was a famous one. That's right. Uh, vitamin D is what you get from sunlight. The Bell Center is home for the Montreal Canadiens. And on the periodic table, H-E stands for helium. Oh. How many did Annette get right? That is oh, one, two, crap. three, four, None. 40. That's $40, Annette. Well, thank you. And <laughs> automatically, just for playing, you got a hundred or $500 in gas. Yahoo! Right? I'm forgetting gas. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Annette. And next time, listen to the podcast. We always give the answer to question number 10. You would know that HE stands for um, helium. Helium. Yep. Got yeah. it. We'll do that next time, though, okay? Okay. Thanks, Thanks for you. playing. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. <sighs> Good morning, honey. I'm trying to listen. Today's best variety. Every morning. Move 100. So, yeah, three keys to a happy marriage from somebody who should know. This guy just celebrated his 75th wedding anniversary, and he knows why it works. He's got to narrow it down to these three things. How long have you been married? 75 years, June 14th. The key to 75 years is what? 
well, just the normal three things that you have to do, and that is take out the trash and put on the toilet seat, and yes, dear. I think it works. <laughs> I think it works. Just do that. You'll be married for that long, too. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Father's Day's coming up on Sunday. A thousand people were asked, what was your dad's biggest pet peeve when you were growing up? <laughs> okay, so I think this is going to be easy because of the thousand, a third of people all agree that this was dad's biggest pet peeve. Very dad. Up. Very dad. Yeah. Very dad. And I don't blame dad. <laughs> He's not wrong. Okay, dads. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? 451-1313. Or you can, of course, send us a text at 124.7. Move mornings, you got a guess? I do. Is it leaving the lights on? Not leaving the lights on, but it's close, and this one's just a little bit more serious. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So dad of you. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare her. (laughs) But just don't do it again. We've got other texts coming in, too. Leaving clothes laying around. Yeah, that's that's an annoying one. Others leaving the door open, oh. like like the front, you know, like with the air conditioning's on, especially. Right. What are we? What are we cooling down the whole neighborhood? You're born on a raft. <laughs> Changing the channel. That's like, a good one. I was watching that. What are you doing? But those aren't the answers yet that we've um, that, that 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 comes up with the number one answer that people gave. Another text just came in and said, "When I had friends over for sleepovers, he hated how loud we were." Oh. <laughs> I got to get up in the morning. Yeah. Those all sound like a dad pet peeve. Very dad. But it's not the number one dad pet peeve. Oh, there. It just came in. Did it? Touching the thermostat. Oh. What are we <laughs> heating the whole outdoors? <laughs> Why is it so damn hot in here? Who turned up the thermostat? Someone touching the thermostat. Oh, that is it. Number one pet peeve. Okay, so now that you've got the idea, now that you got the idea of the kind of pet peeves that all dads had, what about your dad? Did he have a particular pet peeve in your house that you heard from him all the time about? We want to hear from you. Mine was definitely my dad turning the music up, especially he's trying to drop me off. So I can't see where I'm going. Turn the radio down. I can't oh. see. That's my classic dad. Or just having the music too loud in general yep. in your room. Yeah. What annoys your dad? How can you study with the music on? <laughs> Turn that off. What are you trying to teach the whole neighborhood? <laughs> 451 1313 or text 124-7. If someone tries to convince you to walk across hot coals as part of a team-building exercise for your work, don't do it. Right? 25 people were hurt this week for that reason. Happened in Switzerland on Tuesday night. Team-building exercise. They had to walk across hot coals. 13 of them went to hospital with severe burns on their feet. The other 12 were treated by paramedics at the scene. I don't, like, you're supposed to trust each other, not the coals. I don't even understand how that's a team-building exercise. This is a scene right out of the office. This happened right. in an office <laughs> no way. episode. Yeah. Wow. And the same thing happened in the office episode. Can you imagine if our boss said, little team-building exercise, I've got this hot coal pad out here, and I want you to all walk across barefoot. Your answer would be... If we're going to go to four-day work weeks, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Never miss a moment of Move Mornings with Aaron and Peter. Follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.